What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the bars boy Dwayne is doing it right back in here another Tuesday super excited as always becoming the speakers to your earbuds wave listen to the bar we're grateful that you're listening and I know I know I can't go any further without thanking the listeners man it's been a while since I've been behind the microphone man a super huge shout out to my man David for holding it down guest hosting the podcast for a while and super shout out to my man Nick for editing the audio and Humongous shout out to Jessica for doing the, the video. That's why you see my beautiful face on YouTube now. And uh, we are back in here. And uh, for a special reason, man, have to, uh, you know, they pulled me out. Of, I ain't going to say retirement because the show is still going, but they pulled me out for a good cause, man. And I'm super excited today to uh, to bring to you a guest, man, a guest that is uh, first time on the show, uh, but not a stranger, uh, part of uh, the, the, the bar network family, uh, inducted into, by way of, uh, occupation, uh, <laughs> but we're super excited to have this brother on, man. So, Hey, listen, introduce yourself, man. Tell the people who you are and what you do and why we, what we're about to talk about. Yeah. My name is uh, Shannon Halliday. I'm the writer director of the essential church. And, uh, we just finished this film and it's, it's out, um, going to be out in theaters, um, Friday, July 28th um across america and uh, if you want more information on that you can go to essentialchurchmovie.com and this is a movie about um, the conflict an ancient conflict between church and state and it primarily focuses on um 
the church in general, globally, the Canadians, and then um, we also my local church at Grace Community Church, and then church history has a big dose of church history, and it just covers it all. So uh, that's coming out July 28th, and yeah, that's what I do. I'm a filmmaker. I love it. I love it. So here on the bar, man, we... We, you know, we're, we're going to shout out the movie. We're going to howl about the movie. We're going to tell people to go check out the movie, man. But I want to talk to you, man. I want a little bit of background about you, man. Like, uh, <laughs> just uh, how you got to where you are, man. I mean, you just didn't wake up one day, show up at Grace and say, I'm going to make a movie. I know that's not the case, man. Give us a little backdrop of uh, of who you are. Yeah, so I, uh, I was working in a, a huge marketing firm that had its own studio, and we were writing commercials and directing commercials for, um, for our clients. And that's what I was doing right before, um, right during COVID and right before I came on at Grace Community Church. And I was asked to come on. And at first I said, uh, no, I don't think that would be a good career move. Um, uh, and then after about a month, I changed my mind, my heart changed, the Lord worked on me and they asked me again. And I said, okay, yeah, I think I'll do it. And it was the right decision because just just even on a creative level, it's been way more satisfying um, with the projects that I'm working on, primarily the essential church. Um, and yeah, so that was right during COVID. And we were talking about what our next project should be, what our, our first kind of big project should be. And we thought, well, let's pitch this documentary uh, idea. So I put together a pitch and presented it to Jay Mack and um, a few other elders and they eventually approved it and kind of just let me go. And <laughs> it was neat. We put together a really awesome team that um, worked really hard. And over the last two years, that's all we've done is worked on this movie. Um, and it's been hugely satisfying. I mean, I've gotten to go to Scotland, Canada, uh, Atlanta, up at Stanford. I mean, we had to travel for this and um, it's been a joy, just a huge adventure. And I've loved it. That sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. So with all of that travel and, and kind of gathering all of this, man, what what is something that sticks out or a story that you just this really, you know, in this in the whole process? It, it could be something that's on the as I'm going to be fancy on the on the cutting room floor. It could be something that didn't make it, man. You know what? what yeah. What's an uh, experience or something that happened during the making that just really sticks out to you? Yeah. You know, when we were in Scotland, we were going to Inverness. I don't know if you, do you know Ian Hamilton? Have you heard yes. of Ian Hamilton? Yes, yeah. I have. So, yeah. So Ian Hamilton, we're going to interview him and he's going to be our interviewee, mainly covering the church history aspect of it. So I was interviewing him and I was interviewing a gentleman in London called Gary Brady, who wrote a book on the great ejection, 1662. And those two guys were my go-to guys for church history. So when we were in his town, Inverness, which is this like little storybook town in North Scotland. I think it's North, honestly, it's on the coast somewhere. Um, and it's beautiful. And we get there at like 8 PM. And what I, I found an Airbnb that we could use as our set, which is, I wanted this Scottish study look, and then we yeah. were going to stay in the rooms above it. So it'd be perfect. We'd stay there. We could work on the set, get prepared. You know, we'd have everything dialed in. Well, we got there and it was double booked, evidently, oh. which I've never I've never heard of ever happening. I don't even know how that happens. It's like you click book on the Internet and like that's booked. So I uh -uh. honestly, I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> but we got there and we could not get in. Mm. And so we're trying to contact the people and we finally contact the people and they say, yeah, there's somebody else staying there this weekend. Mm. And we're like, well, 
but that's our set and that's where we're going to stay. And that's, we're in Scotland. We don't have like, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. Right. And so everything was completely removed from me. It was taken from me in that moment. And that's happened a few other times. And I said to myself and to the others, I was like, you know, usually when this happens, where you something happens, you have no power over it to try to like fix it. Uh, God has something better in store. Mm. And within two hours, <laughs> you know, we had a, a better place to stay and an amazing set. And I'll tell you what the way it happened was I told Ian, what's our situation? He contacted this gentleman called William McKenzie. Mm. And William McKenzie owns Focus, Christian Focus Publishing. Mm -hmm. So, and he he's owns all these barley farms on the coast as well. He provides barley for McLaren whiskey. Nice. (laughs) This high end whiskey, right? So we're staying in. So we go from like literally rags to riches, homeless to like the best place in Inverness, his house. We each have our own room. Wow. We're like his his wife is hosting us. Wow. And we wake up in the morning and we have this full breakfast provided for us and we sing psalms together and pray. And it's just it's amazing. We're getting the full Scottish family life, or at mm. least Scottish Christian family life. Right. Um so then he takes us to his home. He said, I says, what do you need? And I said, I need this, this fireplace, this Christian, this uh, Scottish study with a fireplace. That's what I had at the Airbnb. And he says, Oh, I got a bunch of those. I own this home on this farm where all his barley farms are on the coast. And it's from the 1750s. And I refurbished it. And I have six different fireplaces you can choose from. <laughs> so wow. we drive up there. It's at Port Mahamic. It's beautiful, right on the ocean. All these, you know, fields up to the line of the ocean. You know what I'm talking about? It's just yeah. gorgeous. In this yeah. home in the 1750s. And, you know, we have our pick of these awesome fireplaces. <laughs> and uh, and it just worked out. And that's how, it, that's how it rolled all the time. And th- those things happened all the time. And that's just an amazing story because, I mean, really, I had no control over that. No power at all. And it was just like, no, you're going to do this. Mm. You're going to go to this place and you're going to film it here. And it's going to be fine. And that's it was. amazing. Wow. That is that is an amazing story. I appreciate you sharing that, man. That <laughs> That is one of those things, man. Uh, you know, the providence of God, man. He's just, you know, the, the way he he uh, controls and, and operates. Yeah. We don't know. We just yeah. along for the ride sometimes, man. Yeah. So that was a good experience, man. Tell, tell me about tell me about any pushback, man, because, you know, COVID and and all yeah. of that. And that's, that's a sensitive topic to a lot of people. And it's, it's the, you know, we talked with on the live, if you guys didn't check it out, we were actually live on, on the bar network, Instagram, uh, just a few minutes ago. Uh, and we talked about the, the, the toil and struggle within, you know, even grace church, man, that you guys went through, man. So, uh, talk yeah. about some of the conflict, man, and some of the things you, you experienced, because that was an amazing experience in Scott. Like that was, yeah, yeah. That storybook, man. Get, yeah. get, give me something from the other side, man. So I like yeah. to keep my, my people well-rounded. <laughs> All right. Well, staying in Scotland, I'll get back to the Grace Church thing in a minute. But sure. staying in Scotland, we were going to film. I wanted to film in St. Giles. I don't know if you're familiar with that yes. church. Yeah, right. So a lot of church history took place there, and a particular scene took place there that I wanted to film. And we had worked really hard to make a contract with these folks to get inside and film inside that church, which was going to be amazing. I couldn't believe it. And we got the contract and we got it done. And literally a day before the church tore up our contract and said, no way. 
Wow. We finally looked you guys up and saw that it was John MacArthur. <laughs> And there's no way we're going to help that man in any way whatsoever. Wow. <laughs> their wow. pastor, let me put it this way, their, their pastor was a female with a really short haircut. Mm, interesting. So, <laughs> she's not a fan. She's not a fan. So I can imagine. That, we had to, um, we had to like rethink at that point, like, okay, sure. but you know what, even so that it turns out, it turned out good. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. the bad thing that happened. Now, as far as like in the story, yeah, COVID was very divisive in our church. And uh, when we, well, first of all, we're elder ruled and we yes. have 40 elders and they have to be unanimous in their decision-making. So when we received the warning from the government that we were all going to die um, and it, we were ignorant to all of the things about COVID and all that stuff, they said, okay, well, they're warning us that we're all going to die. Even yep. J-Max says in the, documentary it was as if somebody were to say like if we were living in florida and they said a hurricane is coming and you gotta you gotta head out of florida because it's gonna just crush everything you know you you obviously would listen to them right and you probably wouldn't be going to church that sunday so you know you you, they followed along with that but then you know when people wanted to get back together and j mac was one of those first ones where he's like okay we need we need to get church back going but not the whole all of the elders wanted to Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know if people understand how that works. I think when they think of Grace Community Church, I think John MacArthur just runs everything. Mm. You know, we're elder ruled and the elders have to agree and they didn't agree. And there was an evolution that had to take place within their thinking. And there were lots of arguments and uh, it was divisive within our congregation. And it was a really, really rough patch for our church. And I show that in the documentary. I show the elders trying to figure this out. And when we finally did open up, there was a lot of congregants that didn't understand why we were doing that. In their opinion, we were doing the wrong thing. And a lot of them left the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was messy and it was definitely dark times at that time. Yeah. And I think it was important that you you guys, you know, was able to capture that. Um, because like you mentioned, a lot of people don't know that, you know, uh, it's not, you know, ran by Dr. MacArthur, like, you know, it's elders, because unfortunately, a lot of churches are ran that way. You know, uh, right. you know, if you, a lot of the my, my listeners know I came out of the word of faith, charismatic uh, movement and it's, it's personality driven and it's mm-hmm. one man's vision and one man's mm-hmm. decision. Uh, and so uh, that that's just another, uh, I think, uh, intricate part of your documentary that's going to be. Uh, super important just for the church to see, you know, a plurality, plurality of elders. I said that right that time. Uh, getting, uh, you know, instead of uh, a, a one one man headship running the show, man. So uh, um, that's that's super important, and I I know that's going to speak volumes to folks, man. So um, recently, you guys did a uh, a screening uh, in some churches and and all of that. Kind of talk about that experience and. And and that night, because I know you know, two years of of grinding and COVID and travel yeah. and that's that sounds. I mean, it sounds exhausting, you know. So just yeah. just to be real, man. So talk yeah. about that that screening and and kind of seeing the work come together and, and kind of how you felt about that. Yeah, it was it was surreal. Um, our, my the editor showed up and uh, he was obviously was invited. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he wouldn't call himself a believer, not yet. <laughs> um. But he was, uh, he helped me with the editing. And um, 
he said to me, you know, I don't think I'll ever have this many people ever watch a film of mine ever, especially at a premiere. Because <laughs> there were a total of probably, we had two showings. I'm guessing there was at least 4,000 people. Am I right to say that? Yeah, I would say three to three thirty five hundred to four thousand people that watched wow. it. Um, and uh, that's huge. I don't know of any premieres that are that big. So no. it was amazing. It was surreal because again, I sit. I look back two years ago, and I was not thinking that my, my mind was not in that space of like that's what's going to happen. That's our goal, or any of that. My my mind was kind of like this will be amazing if I get to even do this, mm-hmm. and um had a lot of doubts and but when god wants something to happen it's going to happen and in his sovereignty he made it happen um but it was surreal i mean the canadian pastors were there with their wives john MacArthur's there our whole team is there and then our whole church that went through that whole thing showed up and you know somebody came up to me afterwards he's like it's crazy like i'm watching it of the past while I'm in the place where it happened and I'm seeing that place up on the screen and I'm with all the people at the same time. And there's like this community uh, reception of the film that is not going to be felt anywhere else. Even in the theater, theaters are special because you right. do have somewhat community, but it's not the church. Yeah. So when the church comes together like that and experiences that moment and it's a story about the church and they're a part of that. Um, I think it was really special for a lot of people. Um and the you know the feedback has been really positive. Um, there are some tearjerker scenes in it. Yeah, might might get you teary eyed mm. um, because I go back in time. Not only that, we deal with the Canadians, and they actually had to feel the brunt of the the state. Yeah. Um, but to drive it home, I go into church history where we really see the brunt of the state because they weren't just put in jail back then. You know, mm-hmm. they were killed in horrible ways. Um, and it was over their uncompromising stance saying that, look, the Christ is the head of the church and the state is not the head of the church. The king is not the head of the church. He can be a member, but he cannot be the head. Mm. And they died for that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in what the king or the state was asking was amoral. It wasn't necessarily a bad thing. But that wasn't the point. The point was, is you're not the head of the church. It's not your call. That's not your jurisdiction. Um, so we're not going to compromise that. Um, and I just, man, my eyes opened to church history and researching for this film and telling these stories. And I got really excited as a filmmaker because I saw these stories and I was like, oh, man, I want to tell these stories. Mm. I want to film these stories. I want to craft these stories. This is going to be amazing. Um, but just on a spiritual level, uh, it it makes it so clear to me that if the church does what it's supposed to do, and I'm not, I'm not a, a, a post mill guy, right? I, I'm not, I'm not trying to like redeem culture, but yeah. but the the byproduct of of standing for the truth is that the the world around you will thrive. Mm. The world is better off when the church does what it's supposed to do. Right. It, it provides. It, it helps other people. And you look in in Scotland, they for a hundred years they took that stance and would not compromise that. And they fleshed out these concepts biblically about why they can say the state and the church are separate. And mm-hmm. then this opportunity in the new world arrives, and they have to come to a design of the government of of America, of the United States of America. And lo and behold, what is the primary design? 
you, the the state is separate yep. than the church. That is something we say, yeah, that comes from Judeo-Christian worldview. I always said that, but now I realize it's not just that. These people had to work it out, and it mm-hmm. was fresh in those people's minds, and that meant the church did what they were supposed to do, and as a result, America is what it is because of the church. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Reformation, Protestants doing what they're supposed to do and being biblical basically is the reason America is the way it is and designed the way it is designed. And I don't think anybody realizes that. Not a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I should say that. Not a lot of people. We realize that, but not a whole lot of other people. So, And then you look at Alberta, Canada. So the church, a few churches did what they were supposed to do. What's the result of that? Their politicians that were leftists and Marxist influenced are gone. Yep. They were pushed out. And if the church didn't make the stand it made, uh, it wouldn't have drawn attention to what was happening. Absolutely. Awoken in people's minds. Wait a second. And you had a shift going on in Alberta because the church did what it was supposed to do. The church Absolutely. wasn't necessarily being political. The church was just saying, no, you, you don't have jurisdiction in the church. And, and just by them being faithful to that, that affects everything. Yeah, no, that's 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 so awesome. And I'm glad you you kind of took it in that route, man, because uh, it speaks volume. You know, I have to shout out uh, my good sister, Erin Coates. Uh, you know, she's yeah. actually uh, part of the team. She's on one of the podcasts. Um, but but definitely uh, I remember, you know, her sending the message, giving us updates, you know, uh, asking us to pray. Um, you know, like you said, those guys kind of took uh, the brunt of it, of the stand uh, up that yeah. way, man. So I uh, definitely have to shout out my sister on that and uh, super excited about uh, just like you said, the, the, the things that they exposed from the stand. Uh, that, that's, that's super cool, man. So yeah. right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. 
Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right, we're back in here with my brother, man. And, uh, hey, this is the side of the podcast. I don't think they prepared you, brother, but I have three signature questions that I ask all of my guests. Did Arlie give you a heads up? No, nobody. Good. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're lighting it up a little bit on this side, man. These are three signature questions I ask all of my guests. Every guest has been on here, whether it's been Steve Lawson or anybody. I can't drop names anymore because some people went woke. Uh, if Dr. McCarthy ever come on here, I'll ask him these three names. I mean, these three <laughs> questions. Uh, that's my plea out there for anybody listening to earshot of this podcast right now. Anyway, the next three questions. The first one is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, man. <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I listen. So I grew up in the whole... Uh, I grew up on post hard post hardcore scene in San Diego. Uh, I played in all sorts of bands in San Diego, uh, and this was like late eighties, early nineties post hardcore scene. Different hardcore than what they think now. Uh, anyway, so I there is an element that still I still listen to a little bit of that. You know, I never listened to secular music um, for like rebellious reasons, even though I was like super into punk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, like old school punk rock. Like I didn't listen to it because I was like trying to make a statement. I just, you know, it was like thunder with a melody and it made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. And I liked it. <laughs> um, but I listened to, I listened on the way here. I was listening to just folk music and I listened to bluegrass. Um, I, I, I pretty much listened to a lot of things. My, my, my like list on my Spotify mm-hmm. is so eclectic. It's so uh... all over the place. I would, it's probably better if I just say what I don't like, <laughs> like pop country. Uh-huh. Um, and I like old school country, like John yeah. Cash and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I love that stuff. Um, that's probably what I don't dislike the most. I th- I don't know. I mean, probably there's like just pop music in general. I don't like, I get it. I, I'm pretty old school and that stuff. So, sure. um, Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that answers. Okay, that works. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. There's no rules. There's no rules yeah, on the signature okay. questions. All right, next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? Mm. I don't know if this is a good book or not. I got it on Amazon, and it's a book <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm studying. Uh, and that is, it's called Scribes and Scripture. Okay. I've heard it's of about it. how we got the Bible. Okay. And that's what I'm reading right now. So I don't know what the guy's theology is, but it's objectively gotcha. like giving me facts about um, uh, how the Bible was, how scribes would copy it and what the process was and just how we got the Bible and how it all ended up the way it is. And I, that's something that I'm researching right now and I'm interested in. So I'm reading that right now. Very cool. I like it. Last signature by some fiction too. I'm also okay, go ahead. reading another book called uh, this is an old book, but it's Cor- uh, Cormac McCarthy's McCormick, Cormac McCarth- uh, MacArthur, Cormac McCarthy. Uh, he's uh, the author of All the Pretty Horses. Ah. He wrote No Country for Old Men. Um, which they made a movie of. So I'm reading that. That's my fiction right now. That's your fiction. Okay. We'll take it, man. We'll take right. 
Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Because you, you do have the man like every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I listen to Grace to you. Um, I listen, I have uh, the podcast. I listen to Sproul sometimes. Um, as far as like non-religious stuff, I listen to just like news stuff. I listen to the Morning Wire from Daily Wire just because I want like 15 minutes of the news in the morning. Yep. I listen to that every day just to get get up to speed. What else do I listen to? I'm going to save you from getting uh, cornered by Daryl Harrison. You listen to Just Thinking every now and again? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's going to listen to this. I did, and I am in the middle of the climate change one, which is fascinating. Those guys uh, everybody are amazing. should listen to that. It is so fascinating um how uh it really is like about spiritual warfare when you get down to it it's so interesting yeah um, yeah those guys are awesome and i do listen to those guys but yeah. i listen to them in sections because i'm got like to. i'm in the car i listen when i'm in the car and i'm like sometimes i'm not in the car for four hours nope so. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah you have to break those guys down man yeah, shout out yeah, to my yeah. brothers They've, they've been, they're, they're definitely, uh, I love the the long form is everything. You say, just think you got to say long form podcast. You just can't yeah, say podcast. Right. So, yeah, yeah. but listen, brother, this has been super uh, cool. Just chatting it up with you, man. Um, yeah. Twice actually. And, uh, and I appreciate Arlie for uh, setting this up and, um, and, and we're super excited. We're super pumped about the film. We're going to make sure we have uh, links in the show notes. Um, I think there's like a way to find out if the showing is near you and all of that. We're going to put all of that in the show notes, man. So uh, in closing, man, whatever you want to leave with the listeners, anything you want to share and uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah. um, I would just share that, you know, in my experience, uh, you know, I prayed years ago, 10 years ago about doing work like this for the Lord in, in the field that I'm in. I've been working in this field for a while, struggling at times. And um, I prayed so much to, to be in the position that I am right, I am in right now. And sometimes I tried to really find a way to get there through my own means. And it was always shut down. And, you know, I was like, well, maybe the Lord has something else in store for me. And then lo and behold, he's answering those prayers many years down the road. But he was always, he had a plan. And I see that, and it's really uh, encouraging to know that the Lord listens to his children. Um, he hears our prayers, and when we pray in his will, the things that we want in his will, um, uh, then, you know, he He answers those prayers. And um, I, I'm just, I'm in awe of that, and it's really something that moves me to know that God listens to me. Um, and here's my prayers and, and has answered them in the way he's answered them to glorify himself. And, and it was the best way to answer it for me. So, uh, he cares about me. And that's the other thing I get out of this is that the Lord loves me and uh, I'm undeserving of that. I didn't do anything to deserve that. And he loves me. So, um, I guess I'll leave you with that. That's, that's who, who we worship. Um, a holy God who has humbled himself, paid for our sins so that we can be with him for those who repent and believe uh, forever. And he knows what is good for us and he is shepherding us. And uh, I like that. Hey man, I like it too, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we're, we're super grateful for it, man. And to the listeners, thank you guys for listening to the bar podcast, your favorite podcast. Make sure you take us out every Tuesday. If it's not my 
handsome face and nice voice, it'll be my my brother from the UK, uh, David, on the other end. But either way, we appreciate you guys. God bless you. Till next time, we are out. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.